Hi, I'm Ratnaja and I've been a business school teacher for a very long time. And I was reading this article the other day called Far From a Happy Toy Story. The author of this article writes about the trials and travails of artisans in India, uh, particularly the toy industry artisans in India and how those problems need to be fixed uh, or rather how there is a need to fix those problems uh, for the toy industry to flourish uh, as envisaged by the Prime Minister, Mr. Narendra Modi. A few of the problems mentioned in these articles, or rather the problems mentioned in these articles include uh, the need to cut down on that 12% goods and services tax, which is there on the products that come from these artisans. The need for uh, funding, you know, uh, if these artisans need to bulk manufacture, they don't have the wherewithal and there is need for funding. Then the need to stabilize fluctuating lacquer prices, lacquer being one of the prime ingredients in the manufacture of these toys. And uh, the other problem includes, which is quite uh, a serious problem for these manufacturers, is uh, the need to legalize the wood, which is another prime ingredient in making uh, these products, which is ivory wood, you know, because felling of ivory wood trees is illegal and therefore these artisans depend uh, apparently on uh, uh, you know, people who cut these trees illegally and sell those wood to them. So there is need for legal wood, access to legal wood. The other problem is one of uh, high interest on the loans taken this by these people. They pay about 9.5% uh, interest on loan, and which is pretty steep for them and they cannot afford that kind of uh, uh, interest then they do not have the facility to season and um, uh, treat the wood and they would want someone uh, or some organization or government intervention to set up these facilities at the village level because if the wood is not treated uh, and seasoned then the quality of the product gets um, uh, affected and it will not be marketable the other problem uh, that they face is uh, a lack of advanced tools for bulk manufacturing. Pre-COVID times, the artisans do say that they did have bulk uh, orders placed, but they could not cater to them because they first don't have funds and then they also don't have advanced tools which would kind of speed up the manufacture of these products. Now, apart from all these pro uh, problems that they face, one of the problems that is mentioned is the lack of design innovations that actually translate into a market for their products. Most of the toys that Etikopaka village and uh, Kondapalli uh, village artisans make are toys which, are, uh, uh, which reflect village life. So it could be either farmers plowing the field or it could be a marriage scene or it could be a, uh, you know, toys of uh, animals, birds, uh, which, which is very familiar to, you know, their uh, region. Uh, and incidentally, it's also a GI tagged product, which means that the product uh, is very geographic specific. And so these are the kinds of toys that they make.
Now, if lack of design innovations is one is a problem that they're mentioning, and they say despite workshops conducted by government bodies uh, on design innovations, most of the design innovations suggested by these bodies don't actually translate into a market, which means there appears to be a gap between what the market needs and the innovations that are suggested to these people to create for the market. So, I, and I think as a business school teacher, I believe that it is here that students of design schools, or for that matter, even business school students could be sent to these villages as part of their summer projects to go and find out what kind of products uh, can be made with the material that they're using. That's on the one side. And the other side is to actually go and see in the city or see in the outside market, outside the region of Kondapalli and Edkupaka, what are the kinds of um, products which would be desired. For example, oh, I live in a city and I live in an apartment and I have a balcony and I love gardening. Now, when I look for material to, you know, to germinate the seeds, um, the material that I have is plastic pots, maybe mud pots, clay pots, and these are heavy material most of the time, and plastic is something that we don't want to encourage. And the other pots, the terracotta and mud and cement pots are too heavy to be held in a balcony. So I am looking for light wood seed germinator containers and that's one idea okay so if if the wood used by these artisans uh, for making toys can be used to make seed boxes that's an idea i am also living in an apartment and i also happen to like birds and i would like to i will do anything to attract birds into my balcony and so thereby, if the artisans can make bird feeders out of this light wood material that they're using to make toys, I think that's a good thing to do. Uh, some more ideas that I have which can come out of schools, okay? I believe that as a child, when my geography teacher taught me, taught me about maps and, you know, states in different countries or my own country or districts in my state, Visualization is, is something that is not too easy. Of course, in this age of augmented reality, you would say that it may be irrelevant. But still, I believe that, you know, not everyone has access to augmented reality products. And so thereby, if you can have uh, these artisans manufacture puzzles of states, puzzles of districts, and uh, the design school students can design these prototypes and provide to them and have them do it and then get them back to schools which would buy them, I think that's a great match between a need and uh, a fulfillment of a need by the artisans. You know, so these are a few of the thoughts that were going on in my mind regarding how we can make design innovations for uh, toy artisans in India and how uh, we can expand the markets for them. Of course, the problems of funding, the problems of uh, lower interest loans, the problem of 12% uh, GST being too high are problems that 
I can't do anything about or I can't suggest. It's something that the government will have to handle or the banks will have to find innovative ways of lowering them for the artisans. But what I believe as a teacher and I believe that students can do is to help these artisans by actually mapping the needs of the market with skill and ingredients uh, that are locally available for these artisans and getting them a market to market their goods. Thank you. Hi, I'm Ratnija Gogula and I've been a business school teacher for a long time. The other day I was reading an article which talked about first-time car and bike buyers in India post-pandemic and the need for personal mobility. So the data uh, as reported was that in the current financial year, the first six months of the current financial year, 75% of uh, two-wheeler buyers uh, were first-time buyers and 50% of car buyers were also first-time buyers. And this trend is because these people or this category of salaried class who hitherto um, saw the buying of car or two-wheeler as conspicuous consumption uh, no more see it that way. And they went ahead and made these purchases first for reasons of safety, for reasons of social distancing in this pandemic world. Now, that was an interesting read. Uh, and incidentally, the same day that I read that article, I was walking in my residential community at around 9 o'clock in the night and I saw something very interesting which I hadn't seen earlier. I saw a couple of girls uh, with backpacks uh, riding bicycles and getting out of the community gate. And uh, when I looked closer, these were the sales girls who were working in the supermarket which is located in, in the residential community. Now that got me thinking because earlier I, had no, I know that these girls were walking into the into the community <coughs> but now i see them on bicycles so i kind of got down to talking with a couple of these girls to find out you know what was the mode of communicate uh, of transportation of these girls in the pre-covid period what was the mode of transportation in the partial lockdown period and what is the mode of transportation in the post-covid period or rather uh, right now what is their mode of transportation and I heard from them that in the pre-COVID era, these girls would actually come by shared orders, which cost them uh, about 10 rupees uh, on a one-way one trip, which is 20 rupees on a two-way trip uh, to work and back home. And they traveled uh, by auto for six kilometers. Uh, during the partial lockdown when you know private transport like auto rickshaws was not available and there was the fear of even you know taking a ride or a bike ride or you know, uh, you know with someone uh, because of the pandemic because of the scare of COVID these kids or these girls would actually walk to work uh, the six kilometer walk would take them about 40 to 45 minutes one way uh, and today in the post-COVID period, or rather the running COVID period, these girls have actually are actually first-time buyers of used or second-hand bicycles. Now, this is a different category in the salaried class. So, when the newspapers cover salaried class of first-time buyers of cars and first-time buyers of um, two-wheelers, uh, which are scooters or motorcycles, I'm presuming. 
uh, I think this another cat this special category of uh, salaried class, which is sales girls, and there are hordes of them in in cities, who are who during this pandemic time have also found the need for personal mobility without uh, without risk, and uh, they have found it in their own way by kind of buying, becoming first-time buyers of used bicycles. But the, uh, but the sad part of this is that not all of these girls can afford to make a down payment for uh, a used bicycle. And the down payment uh, uh, could be anywhere between 1,000 to 1,500 rupees. That's the cost of the second-hand bicycle as, as per the conversation I had with these girls. Now, and I, as a business school teacher, uh, see this as uh, an opportunity you know, for, uh, because there's a need. There is a need for, uh, from a section of the salaried class who are not so highly paid for um, personal mobility, which is risk-free and safe, and which is also affordable. And these, uh, there is a need, definitely there's a need. And then we have this bunch of aspiring entrepreneurs who are looking for such needs uh, needs uh, to become entrepreneurs in that space and so I thought you know I was wondering if you know this could be one area where entrepreneurs aspiring entrepreneurs could build business models viable business models uh, where these kids who are one special category of salaried class could travel and uh, have their personal mobility which is safe risk-free affordable Make that happen. That's my thought. Thank you.